Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my English lessons where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, whether it's to go for that job interview, whether it's to talk to your colleagues and friends, or whether it's to talk to the, the boss, whatever it might be. It's to help you to get a better understanding of English. And if you're reading articles or magazines or books and you come across expressions that you don't understand, well, perhaps some of these lessons will help you to understand them in a better way. So remember to subscribe to my channel if you can, and you can always listen to my podcast at any time that you have anything you want me to include. Well, I'll give you my address at the end of, of this particular lesson, and you can write to me, and I'll be very happy to include something that you want me to, to explain to you. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today in the lesson? Well, in today's lesson, we're looking at some phrasal verbs, and in particular, we're looking at phrasal verbs connected to money. Everybody likes money, yeah? They like to talk about money. They like to touch money, although we're not touching much money these days because we're, we're using apps and everything else, but they certainly like to talk about it. A lot of people like to have it, and how can I get more, and what am I going to do with, with it when I get it? Okay, so there are lots and lots of phrasal verbs about money, and there are many of these phrasal verbs that I'm going to mention have lots of other uses, but I'm going to focus specifically on the references to money. Okay, so hopefully some of them will be a little bit unusual and some of them you might have heard of, but I'll give you some explanations. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through them one by one and then I'm going to go back to them and I'll give you some explanations as hopefully you'll be able to understand it. Okay, let's get started. So, to set back, okay, to run through, to work off, to cough up, <coughs> cough, to cough up, to break into, to gobble up, gobble, gobble, gobble up, to put by, to square up, to live off someone, to come into, and to roll in. Okay, now remember, they're all connected with money, and as I said, some of these will have other uses, so you, you can find other uses if you don't understand the other uses for these phrasal verbs. I'll happily explain them to you, but we're going to focus on those references to money. Okay, let's take the first one, to set back. Okay, so if you go out to buy something new, for example, I want to buy a new camera with a nice long telephoto lens and a wide angle lens and get all these this wonderful equipment. So I come home with a beautiful bag and I open it up and I show it to my wife and I say, oh, here's the new Canon that I bought and here's the new telephoto lens. Wow, that must have set you back a lot of money, yeah? Oh, it set me back a lot, meaning it cost me a lot. So when something sets you back, like set back, when something sets you back, literally it means it costs you a lot of money, okay? So if you could decide to take your partner on a nice holiday, a cruise somewhere in the Mediterranean when cruise ships are running again, then it's going to set you back quite a lot of money because you've got to fly to Barcelona or Rome, you've got to pick up the cruise ship from there, you've got nice accommodation, you've got to spend money in the restaurants, you'll be stopping off at three or four different ports in the Mediterranean, all very expensive, and the restaurants and everything else on the boat might be quite expensive. And while you're on the boat, there's nothing else to do, so guess what? You spend money. So that trip 
of a lifetime, that voyage around the Mediterranean will set you back a pretty penny. That's a, a, another part of the expression we often use. It'll set you back a pretty penny, meaning it's going to cost you a lot of money. Next expression is to run through. Okay, to run through. So what happens with kids is we often give them pocket money, okay, or an allowance as they might like to call it. They don't always like it to be called pocket money because that sounds a little bit babyish, okay. So they get their allowance. So they get it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. And if your kids are like my kids, they run through the money very quickly. So by the second or third day after you've given it to them, guess what? They're back. Sorry, could I have some more money, please? So and from a financial point of view, when somebody runs through money, they run through it very quickly, meaning they spend it very quickly. Okay, so I got a hundred euro as a gift for a birthday and I ran through it so quickly, a couple of nights out with the lads and that was it. It was all gone. So don't spend it so quickly. Don't run through the money so quickly. Our next phrasal verb is to work off. Okay, so work is the verb, off is the, the preposition. And in this context, to work off, we're saying to work off the debt. Okay, so if you owe somebody money and you don't have a means to pay them back, then what you offer to do or you suggest to do is to work off the debt. So you'll do work for them literally for nothing and then they will calculate how much work you do relative to the debt you owe them and then at the end of that period everything will be all square you won't owe them money and they won't have to ask you for anything else okay so to work off a debt so we often have the story when somebody goes into a restaurant and they order a big meal and then when the waiter comes to them at the at the end they say well here's your your bill, sir, and said, well, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. I can't pay for it. And they said, well, how are you going to pay for this? Well, I'll work it off. I'll work in the kitchen. So the classic story is the person goes into the kitchen and starts washing the dishes. Okay, it doesn't happen anymore. Probably if you couldn't pay for the, the bill, they'd probably phone the police. But to work off a debt means to find some way to pay your debts when you don't have any money. So Again, classic with the kids when they, they borrow some money and say, oh, I'll pay you back, Dad, I'll pay you back. Yeah, when, whenever, you'll never see it. But you might get them to work off the debt, wash the car, cut the grass, take the dog for a walk, whatever it is, something that justifies the money you've given to them that they promised in some way to repay, but they never do. So to work off the debt. Okay, well, the next phrasal verb I have for you is to cough up. And just be careful with the pronunciation here. It's spelled C-O-U-G-H, but the sounding at the end is like a f, cough, like two Fs, double F, cough up, like the word rough that has the same sound. So cough up. And like all of these phrasal verbs that I've said to you, they do have other meanings. Yeah, so we can cough up something not so good that we have swallowed it could be a fly if you're out cycling on your bike it used to happen to me all the time you'd swallow a fly and <coughs> you would cough it up because it doesn't taste so good so that's one meaning of it but when we're talking about money to cough up has a very specific meaning so it, it's informal of course okay so when somebody asks you to cough up they want you to make some payment to them so the situation would be where you've 
made a bet or you've had a bet with your friend so you say okay well look my team is going to win that match and if they win that match well there's no problem they're going to win the league quite easily and of course two games later your team has been defeated heavily and they're not going to win the league so your friend sees you in the bar and says okay come on cough up you owe me 10 euro so cough up means come on it's time to pay up yeah and you can also use it again and if you come home and you've bought some really nice new stereo equipment or some lovely uh, lps you're collecting vinyl and you've got a lovely collection of old beatles or other old music that you're going to add to your collection and your partner says well that looks really nice but how much did that cost you how much did you cough up for that meaning how much did you pay okay so to cough up means to pay so somebody's going to have to cough up for this bill so all of your friends are sitting around and order a couple of pizzas then they order a bottle of wine and another bottle of wine and then some desserts and okay it's time to cough up it's time to pay so let's collect the same from everybody we'll give it to the waiter and anything left left over we'll give it to him as a tip okay so let's cough up okay so cough up make a payment Okay, so the next phrasal verb we have is to break into. And again, as I said at the beginning here, we're just focusing on those phrasal verbs that are connected to money. So there's lots of different meanings of break into, but to break into my savings is how we might use this. And uh, so you might have been saving some money for a while, uh, put some money away for the rainy day, as we call it, but something happens, your refrigerator breaks down or the car breaks down or a relative needs a quick loan because they've got a problem. So you have to break into your savings means take some money out, pay for the new refrigerator, pay for the car repairs or make a loan or a gift, whatever you wish to do for your relative. So we don't like always to break into our savings. So we might say, oh, I hate having to break into my savings, but what am I going to do? Yeah, the refrigerator broke down just when you didn't want to happen. Murphy's Law. Yeah, just when everything's going well, something happens. So here I am having to break into my savings yet again. And uh, so I'm going to have to start all over again and put off that holiday for another day. Okay, straight on to the next phrasal verb, and that's to gobble up. Okay, now gobble is a, a very informal slang word. Gobble usually means to eat something quickly. My mother, when I was young, always used to tell me, don't gobble your food, meaning don't eat it really, really quickly because you're running out to play football or running out to get back to the TV, whatever you, you want to do. So when we talk about gobble up in this sense, to gobble up money means something is always taking your money. For example, if you play slot machines in the casinos, they gobble up your money very quickly. Put a, a euro in, blah, nothing. A euro in, blah, nothing. Before you know it, it's gobbled up 20 euro. Okay, so that's one way of using it. Or higher electricity uh, costs or higher utility costs for water, gas, electricity, gobble up your money very, very quickly. Or you get the raise you've been waiting for for 12 months. And yeah, guess what? Mr. Taxman comes knocking and he gobbles it up very, very quickly. So to gobble up is to eat your money, something that takes your money before you really have a chance to spend it. Gobble up. The next 
phrasal verb is a little bit more pleasant. It's to put by. And when we're talking about money, to put by money means to put aside, as I mentioned earlier on, so to save some money on a regular basis. So I like to put by some money every month for that rainy day. I like to, like to put by some money for the kids' uh, education. Or in my case now, I like to put some money by for the grandchildren. Okay, so whatever you want to put by in terms of money, you want to save it from what you normally spend so that hopefully you build up a little lump sum or some little uh, small retirement fund to add to your state pension scheme, for example. So to put by something for that rainy day, save something out of your salary. Okay, so we have a phrasal verb to square up. This is a quite an unusual one. We're talking about the shape, the square, okay? So when we say we're going to square up, it means we're going to settle up or we're going to square up with somebody later on. So for example, five of you decide to go to the cinema or you're going to go bowling or you're going to go for a meal. And when you get to wherever you're going, the, the bowling lane or the cinema, you realize that you've got no cash and you've left your wallet behind. You don't even have your credit card or your debit card with you. So one of your pals pays for you and you say okay look thanks very much i really appreciate that i could have gone home no no it's okay don't worry look i'll square up with you later meaning i'll transfer money to your card later on or the next time i see you make sure to remind me because i hate owing money to anybody so i'll square up with you i'll settle up or i'll settle my debts i'll give you back the money that i borrowed but i really appreciate it so when you square up where for some money you owe somebody, it's to settle some outstanding debt, usually something last minute, as the example I used, where you've forgotten your cash or you've forgotten your credit cards and somebody has helped you. Or as we might say in English, has given you a dig out. And a dig out means to dig you out of a little hole, the little hole being the fact that you left your wallet behind you. So yeah, you don't mind taking the money from your friend for couple of hours or a couple of days he doesn't mind you do it all the time and then you square up with him later on okay great well uh, let's get on to the next one the next one is not so pleasant to live off someone to live off someone when things live off other things they can be parasites yeah okay so sometimes when we talk about humans who live off other people and don't care they're a bit like parasites okay so if kids just uh, forget that, you know, someday they have to go and get a job and they stay in university for what seems a lifetime. And every month, mum or dad or mum bank or dad bank is handing out money to the, the kids. They get tired of the kids living off them. When are they going to leave? When is he going to finish that exam? When is that thesis going to be completed? When is he going to go out and get a job? My God, I'm don't mind, but really it seems to be going on forever. So they live off the parents, yeah, okay? Now, we can also live off handsome pensions. So if you've provided for your retirement and you've got a nice pot of a pension money, well, then you can happily live off that. So it's not only live off someone, but you can also live off something. But usually we're talking about it in the, about the parasite. So some guy in his 40s or 50s perhaps living off his elderly relatives and taking advantage of the fact that he is the only son and that the, the parents or a widowed mother has a reasonable pension so he helps her and lives off her for a period of time okay or people live off 
the state. They live off state benefits. Some countries have very generous social welfare payments and assistance, so they don't get jobs because they're not encouraged to get a job based on the system. So they live off the benefits that the state provides them. Okay, so to live off someone or to live off something. Now back back to something more pleasant uh, in terms of the next phrasal verb to come into. So when we talk about money in relation to come into, we we say we can come into some money. It's quite simple. Can come into an inheritance. We can come into some wealth. So it's all about gain. Yeah, when you come into something, it means you gain something. So you come into your office with a big, big smile on your face because you just got a, a nice letter or an email from a solicitor telling you that an elderly aunt that you haven't seen for many years unfortunately died. And in her will, she's left you a thousand euro. So you've come into some money and there you go. The, the new computer or laptop you wanted to buy. This is the little windfall that you were hoping for. And you've got something and you can go off and you can buy the Apple Mac or whatever it is you want to buy. Okay, so you've come into some money. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. You could get a small winnings on the lotto. Yeah? And a few hundred euro makes all the difference. You can go off and have a good holiday or spend it on some present or gifts, whatever you wanted to do. But it's an extra little bonus. So you've come into some money. But if you come into some real wealth, well, of course, you could win the big prize in the lotto if you're lucky. Um, you could come into some real wealth by a massive inheritance, perhaps when uh, elderly parents die and they, they leave you a home and you've already got your own house. So you sell it and you've got a lot of cash in the bank. So coming into money to come into wealth to come into an inheritance is all about gaining, you getting something. So nothing negative about that at all. Of course, unless you have to pay something to the tax man for inheritance tax, well, that's a, another story, but at least you'll have something left. Okay, so to come into some money, to come into some wealth. Okay, and the next one then, to roll in or to be rolling in money. Okay, so this again is quite an old-fashioned phrasal verb. When someone is, is to roll in, in money means to to have so much money they, they can roll around on the ground in it. You know, they don't know how much they have. Oh, he must be rolling in it. Yeah, okay, so it's a, a very common expression you would say. So he goes out, he buys maybe not a new car, but a, a good uh, second-hand car. He's always in buying new clothes in the the, the boutiques. He goes on expensive holidays. He's got a beautiful watch and his friends are looking at him saying, God, he must be rolling in it. I mean, it's where does he get it from? Ah, he's very clever. He's made some very astute investments and he knows really when to get in, but more importantly, when to get out. So yeah, he's not doing anything illegal, but yeah, he's very clever, very smart, but yeah, I think he's rolling in it. Yeah. So when somebody is rolling in it, then we have this belief that, yeah, they're actually on the ground, covered in, in money, and, you know, they can pick up fistfuls of dollars or fistfuls of euros, okay? Or the kids at school could be taking the mickey out of one of the other guys and saying, ah, his old man is rolling in it, sure, that's no problem. He can treat us all. He can take us all to the cinema next week or he can take us to McDonald's. No problem with him. Money is no object. His, his folks or his parents or his old man, they are or he is rolling in it, meaning rolling in money. So it's reference to the fact that somebody has a lot of money, doesn't care how he spends it, doesn't care on who he spends it, but 
has a lot of it to go around, okay? So to be rolling in it. Okay, so that's the, the last of those phrasal verbs. Hopefully the expressions uh, mean something to use. Hopefully my explanations mean something more with the example. So let me go through them one more time. To set you back, okay? To set you back, to set me back. To run through, to run through the money, spend it quickly. To work off, to work off a debt. To cough up, meaning having to pay for something, to cough up. To break into, to break into your savings, to gobble up, to gobble up your cash, to gobble up your money, eat it very quickly. To put by, so to put aside, meaning to save some money on a regular basis. To square up, meaning to settle up or to fix up any debt that I owe you, any more money that I've borrowed from you recently. To live off someone, meaning to be like a parasite, not to have your own money to spend, to live off someone. To come into some money to come into a fortune, to come into an inheritance, and then finally to be rolling in money, yeah? To roll in the money, meaning to be loaded or to have plenty of money to throw around, okay? So all phrasal verbs connected with money. As I said at the very beginning, lots of them have very many different meanings. I haven't gone through them, but I've tried to select those, the ones that are more relevant, more important, connected to money. And if you have any questions, any queries or don't you don't understand, well, by all means, contact me, www.englishlessonviaskype.com. If you've got any friends or people who you think will get the benefit of this, well, why don't you give them the details? And as I always ask, please subscribe to my channel and you can always listen to me on the podcast. Join me again soon. Thanks for listening. And this is Teacher Harry saying goodbye.